Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria the Spiritual Homegirl, and you're listening to another episode of the unedited <laughs> phase of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast, where I basically just get my thoughts off when I feel them, how I feel them, when I'm guided to share them. So with that being said, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode, whether, whether produced or not, without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. So I wanted to talk about the fumble, and it's inspired by a conversation I had with somebody online. And um, it was... It was rooted in something else, but I said, you know what? I talk about the fumble a lot. I probably need to clarify at some point, so I want to clarify on mic. So when I talk about fumble, right, I talk about not being treated the way we're supposed to be treated, not being treated with high standard, um, honor, respect, dignity, love, etc., right? To me, that's a fumble, but the underlying root of the fumble for me is trust. When you fumble me or someone like me who thinks like me in terms of how we should be treated, to fumble us is to lose our trust. And like I was telling this person online, you know, when the when the fumble has been had <laughs> or when it's happened, um, it can be one or two things. It can be a gradual disconnection where there's a loss of access. So, for example, if there's a partner that fumbles us, we will remove um, certain things that we don't want to do. So maybe there's a, um, a distrust now or a broken trust when it comes to um, sexual activity or when it comes to emotional vulnerability because of the fact that you don't really know how to properly handle that we won't be as inclined to let you have access to that then it'll start slowly moving more into time energy and then it'll just completely um, die off altogether that's one way that a fumble can be handled another way to um, handle fumbles is just swift disconnection sometimes the offense is so offensive that there is no gradual anything. It's just like, you know what? This is not serving. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. It's blatantly disrespectful and there's no need to have a conversation about it or to even um, continue the connection. I know people say, oh, we give up too much on each other. And I think that's cute for theory, but not in practice. We do give up on each other, but a lot of times people like to use that under a guise of abuse. People like to use that under a guise of disrespect, blatant disrespect. I feel like people can make mistakes, absolutely. But at some point, these mistakes are willful choices that do not regard other people. So I'm supposed to not give up on somebody because they blatantly disrespected me. Don't give up on me, even though I knew the consequences and made the choice to blatantly, publicly, whatever, disrespect you. That's a choice. You did what you wanted to do. I should give up on you because to not give up on you would be giving up on myself. At some point, we got to set the boundaries of how we look at how we interact with folks. I'm saying this because I've had experiences that were less than favorable. And once you know better, you do better. I be trying to, I, I'm telling you, I crack jokes about your uncle all the time. That's just, that's just fun, right? But if I was, you know what I'm saying? If I want your uncle to not fumble me and he says he hears me, I'm taking that as understanding. If he fumbles me anyway, I'm taking it as he don't care. And I'm going to make my moves accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Like it just is what it is. Like I'm not, I just feel like if we have an understanding on what I'm expecting as a human that deserves proper treatment in terms of just, again, love, dignity, kindness, honor, respect, etc., and you cannot provide that, cool. I, you know what? I've had people tell me like, yo, you dope, and I want you for me. I think you everything. Whether I wanted them or not, I'm just telling you um, what they've told me. Like, yo, you dope, but I do not have my life together right now. 
He's like, I would not be able to appreciate a woman like you. I, I already know. I, I want you because you dope, but I know I'm not ready to handle a woman like you. But I just want to tell you that I'm at least interested in you, but I know my I know my BS enough. And even though I wasn't quite interested in this man, <laughs> I, I respected the honesty. It takes a self-aware person to know, hey, I'm going to fumble her. So let me not even waste her time. That's real. That's a real one there because that's honesty. That's honesty. It's like, you know what? I'm not even going to BS you. I'm not even going to waste your time, energy, and space. I'm not even going to get in your way. I'm not even going to cause the blockage in your life that I'm going to cause by entertaining you knowing that I quite can't do what, I, what I'm expected to do, even though I want you. And that's another thing I want to talk about. Sometimes we want things and we want people and we don't know how to really handle them. That's why we mistreat them. We think we want it, but when we get it, we don't know what to do with it. And then it kind of goes back into the attention of why you really want it. Do you really want it because you want to nurture and cherish it? Or do you want it because it's a trophy? Pause. Let's think about that again. Do you want the person you want? And do you want what you want because you really want it? Because you will honor your value and you'll cherish that person or that thing that you will have in your life because it will significantly make your life better and you could probably do the same for them? Or do you want it because it's a trophy or because everybody else want it? Or because you want to be able to say you had it? It's time to pick a side, y'all. You can't do both on this. So with that being said, I just wanted to do a quick self-check episode about the fumble. So with that being said, I am going to um, finish up what I got to do today. I got some stuff to do. So, um, yeah, don't forget to sign up for the text list. Text the word HOMEGIRL10 to 81493. HOMEGIRL10 to 81493. HOMEGIRL10 to 81493. If you saw my post on Instagram last night, you will see a screenshot of my Twitter bio. And I said, you know, it's a screenshot of the actual bio. And the caption pretty much says, hey, y'all, I don't want to be rude. But, you know, my Twitter bio clearly says that my Twitter is closed. And that's true. I don't want to build my Twitter right now. I'm more concerned with building off app. And I kind of explained, you know. That I'm not trying to be rude, but I would like for people to stop requesting me or finding me on Twitter based on what I post on Instagram. Because most of the time I use Twitter as... Sorry, y'all, my mic got cut out. I use Twitter um, as a way to screenshot stuff I, and I just post on Instagram. Like, it's more so a content creation tool for me more than actual building tool and things of that nature. The reason why it's private is because I don't... Um, I don't like being accessible to just any and everybody. I don't want to be accessible to any and everybody. I want to be accessible to a degree within my boundaries to aligned people. And with Twitter, that's impossible to do because when your Twitter is open, anybody can reach you. Now, it's a little bit harder to do that on Instagram because with Twitter, all you got to do is search keywords. All you got to do is search. Um, it's, it's much easier, I should say, to have unwanted attention. Um, and for me, I'm just not I'm just. I haven't had anybody like I didn't go viral or nothing like that. and have to protect my tweets. It wasn't anything like that. But it's just like I just see what happens when people um, have so much unwanted energy. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. And not to mention, I am reducing my accessibility on a bunch of apps. I'm not very quick to respond to DMs business. Um, you might want to email me for that. And my email, you know, it is where it is. We need to find it on those apps. But um, I'm not really... It's hard to have casual conversation through DMs because I have so many priorities I have to focus on. It's very difficult. And I don't really like the precedent that I've set where I might engage and I disappear for a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, two months. I just don't want to do that. I just feel like that's not really the purpose of, you know, 
actual building community. That's why I just wanted to build my own community. So if those that, you know, want to interact with me, you know what I'm saying? And in our designated posse parties, we can do that. But it'll be a membership subscription type of deal. Um, again, like I said, my accessibility, my energy, my capacity, I have to really lock in for the next 30 days. And I just simply cannot do it on social media like I used to when I didn't have as many followers, when it wasn't as much going on in my own life. And when I mean going on, I mean not in a bad way. I'm okay. It's just that I have a very, very heavy workload. And I, and I also am in school, so I need to really make sure that I finish strong and I cannot be in the DMs all day. Um, even in the comments to a degree, I try my best with the comments. And that's the, that's the thing about, you know, dividing your energy to what you can only do. I can do comments because that's public and things of that nature. And, you know, and I respect, you know, public comments because, you know, that helps me with my engagement. So I can always respond to those much easier than scrolling in DMs. I got to scroll past other people's DMs, get to other people's DMs. I just don't have it in me. I don't have it in me at this time. I don't. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I hate to, it's not funny, but it's just like, I can admit that. Like sometimes you, when you want to be able to say you can do so much, it will stretch you thin. And I'm just not in the business of being stretched thin at this time. So, um, so yeah, if you want to have some type of, you know, off app connection, text home girl one zero to eight one four nine three. And when that subscription membership, the inner peace posse, when it goes live, you can get the information on how to join first as only email and text members will have the opportunity to join at that time. Again, like I said, accessibility, I, I mean, I'm just saying, man, like, I don't know how y'all's accessibility is going, but if you need to reassess your own accessibility, your own levels of connections, how, you know, how other people can really get your time and energy and stuff, you might want to reconsider that too. For me, I've been sitting on it for a few months and I was like, yeah, I need to focus on me. I don't really have it in me. Like, I don't have it in me to shoulder everybody's stuff right now. I don't. I have I have exceptions based on what's going on and, you know, things like that. But in terms of just being so accessible to where it's like, oh, I can call her whenever. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. Um, I just need to focus on me. I do. And I, I don't feel any guilt about that. Because I feel like people that don't do nothing for you. And I'm not saying this is going on right now. I'm just saying People that don't do nothing for you will take from you and take from you and take from you and use you and use you until you ain't got nothing left. There are people that literally do that. And I feel bad for the healers and the counselors and the therapists and um, the energy workers that do healing work and come and literally have people that do not respect their craft that will only hit them up for free. Free, 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 free. You know how I feel about this. I did a podcast episode, I think three years ago, saying that people should pay their readers because I don't like to see healers improve the quality of everyone else's life while nobody goes back to help improve theirs, while nobody respects their gift enough to make sure their quality of life is improved. Um, and, I, and I don't like seeing healers die poor. I'm not saying you got to die a billionaire because we know there's some ethics when it comes to billionaire and how that is achieved. But healers shouldn't be poor either. So, um, yeah. Pay your readers. I don't know where we just went with that in terms of how, how this just morphed into a whole different conversation. But, I mean, it is what it is. Pay your healers. Pay them. Pay them for their time. Pay them for the questions that you keep asking. It's only fair. Because that's an energy exchange. While they give you the energy and power you up, they're losing. Yeah, we can talk abundance, abundance, abundance. BS. It's still taking regardless. And I feel like people should remember that things should be mutually exchangeable when it comes to something that benefits you in that regard 
kind acts of service different that's a whole different topic we're talking about actual healing work energy exchanges people that are literally giving their time their money their resources to make sure you are good in a healing capacity please respect your healers y'all please pay them however you can there are some that do sliding skill services there are some that have their price don't haggle the price just pay the price if you don't have the bread just consume what they've already offered for free Enroll with it and save your money until you can afford them in the future. Or find a reader that is within your budget that you like and roll with that. So with that being said, y'all, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, pay your readers, check your accessibility, and don't fumble bags out here, okay? We ain't talking about just money. We're talking about people and dope opportunities. Love y'all. Peace.